Welcome to the first podcast in our new series devoted to diversity and inclusion produced by the Urban Development Institute of Australia in WA. I'm your host, Tanya Steinbeck, CEO of UDIA WA, and in this inaugural episode, I'm going to be talking to CEO of the Construction Training Fund and my co-chair of the UDIA WA Industry Workforce and Diversity Committee, Tiffany Allen. Tiffany and I will discuss the newly adopted UDIA WA diversity policy and the launch of our new online diversity toolkit, which is designed to assist our members in developing their own diversity and inclusion policy. Thank you so much for joining me today, Tiff. Thanks, Tanya. Great to join you. So maybe we can start with a bit about you, Tiff, and why diversity is such an important issue to you and what made you put your hand up to chair the UDIA Industry Workforce and Diversity Committee? Yeah, so I think diversity has always been a huge part of my life. And I'm born and bred in Western Australia, but really appreciate WA having such diverse cultures and workforces that I've always had a passion for diversity, but also because I have a real passion about mental health and that more diverse workplaces and more diverse communities really do start provide safer communities for everyone to live in where they can feel included and feeling included is a really huge part about mental health. So in winning the UDIA Women in Property Award last year, I had the opportunity to actually chair this committee and and jumped at it because I'm so passionate about how diversity plays such a big role in our communities and how we can help other businesses understand the commercial impacts it can have by having a diverse workforce in delivering their business outcomes. And so what is it about your background and career history, etc., that has piqued your interest and passion about diversity? Well, having worked at Department of Communities, um, very diverse communities we were supporting and uh, continue to support. And I guess now at the CTF, about delivering appropriate skilled workforces for the construction industry, they come from all backgrounds and we can't rely on just men or just Australians, that there's a whole bunch of diversity needs to create a sustainable workforce to continue construction in WA. So I think it's uh, my background with both communities and now here at the CTF that I really do appreciate what an impact it can have on a business but also it creates innovation it creates a new way of working and WA is so good at that at creating new ways of of working and new ideas and I think having a diverse workforce and diversity in your organisation means that you can really harness those ideas and different thoughts and values. Absolutely. The Industry Workforce and Diversity Committee was established about three years ago now, and the committee's driven UDIA to take some more practical steps towards playing a leadership role in the terms of fostering a more diverse and inclusive industry. Can you tell us a bit about the committee and its role, Tiff? Why is this important? Yes, so one of the core objectives of the committee is to really identify the strategies to really achieve a greater integration and representation of diversity within the industry. And when we talk about it, it's very topical at events about how many women or men are on panel, what the room looks like and whether or not we're getting international and national views. So it really is topical for the industry and we thought this is a great way of actually working towards making some practical and hands-on changes. So it's important to the industry because we're designing and developing communities for a diverse range of people. So we can respond to diversity and needs and create great places when we have a diverse workforce. UDIA is a really big representative organisation and a leader in an organisation. And through this, we can actually lead by example with our committees and through the council and through staff. So we can also assist our members to understand that the benefits of a diverse workplace and how to foster more diversity and provide tools to practically do that. 
Yeah, and look, I think, you know, since you've come on board, Tiff, the, the committee's really hit its straps and started to produce some really tangible member services that are really going to make a difference. And so further to that, first step for UDIA Council has been the adoption of a new diversity and inclusion policy. And so that that was all about UDIA making sure that we lead by example. And when we lead by example, we and look particularly in terms of diversity and inclusion, we really needed to start at the beginning and look look at what we wanted to achieve and why we wanted to achieve that. So the policy provides a clear outline of what diversity means to us, what the purpose of the policy is, and what our commitments are to diversity and inclusion in the future. And it also incorporates a clear set of measurable goals so that we can actually track our performance and review the policy along the way. With some of those targets, we're looking towards a 50-50 gender balance on council and our committees by 2022. I know that we've certainly made some good headway towards that balance over the last 18 months to two years, but there's plenty more work to do and we acknowledge that. The development of a reconciliation action plan, which to me is absolutely critical when we're talking about creating communities and acknowledging the role of traditional owners in that process. Looked at our HR policies around flexible workplace practices, recruitment, professional development, and importantly for UDIA, because we do hold so many events, we need to make sure that the presenters and the speakers and the topics are representative and reflective of the broader diversity industry and the broader community as well. So in conjunction with developing this policy, the committee's also developed an online diversity toolkit. So Tiff, can you tell me a little bit about what that looks like? Yeah, the toolkit's really that practical approach. So it's all good and well to talk about diversity. And sometimes it can feel like it's a bit of a ticker box exercise for organisations. And mainly not because they're not taking it seriously, it's because it's really difficult to find the right approach. So how do you get a good diversity policy within your organisation? And how does it not be a ticker box and actually be part of your culture and a way of working? And by building in that culture, it actually creates an inclusionary environment. And that's not just important for the people that are working in your team, but for people that are actually dealing with your organisation or coming into your building to actually feel very comfortable because they can see it's a space that is safe and inclusive. And so it's very important to have that practicality and, and particularly this is for small, medium enterprise type businesses who don't normally have a big HR team that can go away and write these policies and do training programs and load them in. It's amongst multiple things that people are trying to deal with at any one time. And, Although they take diversity really seriously, just haven't had the toolkit, I guess, to actually implement it within their organisation. So we've taken that step as a committee to really make it much easier for businesses to do that. And as a step-by-step guide, it's got split into six parts of evaluation, a vision and mission, goals and targets, policies and initiatives, a strategy and template and resources. So it's really about giving those hands-on approach to how you could do this in your business and step you through the whole process. It really isn't that hard. It's not overly complicated, but gives you the the guidelines essentially to get it done, but also about how do you embed that into your organisation. So we were really, really pleased to work on this and the committee did a lot of research in putting this together. So it comes from a great background of experts in this field to develop the toolkit and it's a wealth of resources for businesses if they feel that this is really important for their business. I guess the, the next role for the the committee itself is actually advocating of why this is important to our business and to being able to move forward for our communities and develop really good, inclusive and diverse communities. 
Yeah, absolutely. And look, I think we're really pleased with the outcome of the toolkit and super excited for the event that we're hosting, which is on Thursday, the 29th of October. And we've got some great presenters, including yourself, where we'll officially launch the policy and toolkit to our members. So we always finish our podcast, Tiff, with one message in a bottle for our listeners to take away with them as they continue on with the rest of their day. So what would your message in a bottle be for our listeners today? Yes, yeah, so my message, um, and similar to that I spoke about at the awards, but I think it's about breaking down what diversity is. So my message is diversity is having a seat at the table. Inclusion is having a voice, but belonging is having your voice heard. Yeah, fantastic. I really, really love that. Thank you so much for joining us today, Tiff. It's really appreciated and for your your contribution to chairing the committee and, and all of the other work and involvement that you've had with UDIA. It's very much appreciated. So thank you very much for listening in today. I hope today's discussion has been of value to you. Stay tuned for more episodes of our podcast dedicated to exploring diversity and inclusion in the urban development industry and more broadly over the coming weeks.